Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, the ESW, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Jess, Kilted Sir, Sam, Firegood and his good boy Grant, Schrodinger's Kink, May Cry Devil, Riot, MJ Stryker, Jay Swizz, All for Salami, Chakra, Fruit Liquor, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, Blown Deuce, The Wombat, <gasps> Impact Hazard, and Twitch. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kingsters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Are you, are you okay, Dara? I can't breathe. Oh no! What's going on? We had to read the the producers really, really <laughs> <Yeah>. fast. <gasps> yeah. See, the New York Jew told 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 the girl over here she wasn't reading it fast enough. She, she told to the faster. Italian she wasn't reading fast enough. Sorry. And the- so I had to redo it and go. I'm like, now let's I can't go breathe. Pick up the pace. Pick up the pace, babe. <gasps> yeah, that's that's because the New York came out in her, and I'm like slow-mo dmv area except this area ain't that slow-mo did i ever tell you i was in ohio because i told you i went to school in ohio i'm sorry yeah well i was surrounded by corn there wasn't a whole lot there i've actually never been to ohio good don't it's way worse than anything you could imagine sorry everybody who listens who's from ohio but you know i'm right so i was at the grocery store and i like had to be someplace right so i was running around trying to pick stuff up and go and these little old ladies go, well, she's in a bit of a hurry, isn't she? And I just stopped dead and I was like, yes, I am. Go, turtle. I didn't say the turtle part, but I said, <laughs> yes, I am. And then I just kept running. <laughs> well, as somebody with an absolute lead foot, I respect the need for speed. I know. I've been in the car with you. I try not to drive as fast when others are in the car with me, but I can't help it. Like I have places <laughs> to go, things to do, people to see. I got to go. I know. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, gotta, gotta go, go right, right now. now. <laughs> Stop hitting things. Okay, well, the microphone is like in my face, and so I keep bumping into it. I don't know. I'm, I've got spilkies this, this morning. <laughs> oh, wait. That's a new one. Oh, you don't know about spilkies? I don't know what the hell is spil- spilkies? You obviously never watched Coffee Talk on Saturday Night Live. Clearly. Clearly. By Saturday about Night Live, ba- I'm asleep. Barbara, she's got a voice like butter. Barbara Streisand, she has a voice like butter. Oh, that Barbara. That Barbara. Ah. The, 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 the queen. The Barbara. The Barbara. Yes. Barbara. <laughs> does she not have an R? No. The, the one with... Actually, she she doesn't. No, she does. Barbara. It's Barbara. B-A-R. 
B-R-A. Yeah. This there's two out. R's. Yeah. There's, but it's Baba Wawa is Barbara Walters. Again, Saturday oh, Night Live. Princess Barbara. Princess, right. But the queen, Barbara Streisand, has a voice like butter. But there was coffee talk. You have to go back and watch God. coffee talk. You'll understand me so much better if you watch the women in coffee talk. This is really weird. <laughs> okay. Spilkies. Or what? Flailing arms? They're like ants in your pants. Oh. Yeah, you've got that. Yeah. I can't sit still. I don't know why. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, you've had a big day already. I did. I had my twi- Twilight Mom book you club. You slipped right there. I <laughs> saw it. I had my Twilight. I mean, Twilight. <laughs> that New Yorker is coming out. Yeah. So I have my Twilight Mom book club. And I have to tell you, you didn't hear me, but I was complimenting you during the thing. Sorry, I had my headphones on and I was listening to my new book. I know. I said you were behaving very nicely. What, by not commenting? By not commenting. It's because I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> I actually said that. I said, she must have her headphones on or something because she's behaving really well. Yeah. What were you guys talking about? Twilight. Well, yeah. Okay. But we turned Twilight into kink. Well, so yes. we've established we've established Edward is a daddy dom. Uh-huh. A primal daddy dom. Well, he's a vampire. So, yes, primal makes sense. He's a primal daddy dom. And Bella is, is a service submissive. Oh, clearly. See? You could have you participated. I actually could probably participate in this, couldn't I? Except the rule is I can't make fun of it, and that's just a no-go for me. That's a problem. It is. A, it's a big problem. I don't think I'll be able to ever actually not make fun of it. You could try it, and we'll kick you out if you... If you it will last 15 <laughs> minutes. Can you just imagine she's going to add it to her resume? I used to be part of a Twilight Mom book club, but I got kicked out. Yeah, I was, uh, I could probably. I, I helped run a Twilight Mom, but then we realized that I am not qualified. So, <laughs> Mom book club. I am not qualified in any way to be a part of this book club. So, well, you're a mom. You're a doggy mom. I am a doggy mom. Trust me, the way you talk about your dogs, I think it's more than I talk about my kids. Yes. Well, I think I love my dogs more than you love your kids right now. That's so. not true. I love one of my kids a whole lot because he never bothers me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I tell that all the time. Like, which one of us is your favorite? I said, which one of you? Which one of you is not bothering me? Exactly, that's my favorite. Oh, I'm gonna start using that. It, wait, right dogs ahead. don't talk. Okay, can't do that. Okay. But Jules is currently my favorite because this morning when we were um, after morning poopies. It's like 5 a.m. So I'm like, nope, we're going back Did to bed. Did you know your life was going to revolve around poop so much? <sighs> I mean, yes. <laughs> I knew eventually it would because it was either going to be a dog or a baby. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I took her out for morning poopies and then we came back in and we laid down in her little playpen. And I kind of like wrapped, I put my arms straight out and like laid my head on like it was a pillow, like a stuffy that I have in there as a pillow. And then I put my arm out. And this little girl sort of like rolled up into like put her head on my arm off of her bed, put her head on my arm, tucked it underneath my chin and pushed the rest of her body up against me so that I was like spooning her. Oh, she's 20 pounds. Oh, and she just like was like, nope, this is how I'm going to sleep. I was like, oh, my God, it's so sweet. Oh, my God. I can't wait until she's big enough and not peeing everywhere and she can come in bed with me because I love it. So would you say that when she's curled up like that in your lap, in your arms, that you find yourself feeling, oh, I don't know, spacey? <laughs> what? You don't like you don't like my transition? That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I worked really hardly not at the, on that. <laughs> really hardly not. 
Wow. I want to be honest. I don't want to lie to our listeners. Yeah, working harder, <laughs> hardly working. Um, no. <laughs> I I do not feel spacey. I feel love and grateful. Not working with me here. I'm okay. Uh <laughs> you should have asked you you should have said, is it the same okay, never mind. I got nothing. But no, that was an interesting transition, but no, no banana for you. Yes, we have no bananas. We you have want, no bananas today. You want a latka? Always love latka. I need a but recipe for latka. But here is the important, important question: applesauce or sour cream? Applesauce. Thank you. We can stay friends. Okay, good. It's always applesauce. Right answer. My God. Some people prefer sour cream on this. No, 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 no. Sour cream goes on um, a potato, which even though that's what latkes I mean, are made of, it's different. It is applesauce. Thank you. With a little bit of cinnamon. No, I don't put just, cinnamon just on the well, I mean, because if the applesauce is cinnamon. Yeah, but, yeah. The, I like cinnamon applesauce, so it goes on the latkes, but cinnamon it tastes really good. Cinnamon, cinnamon, Anyway, if you haven't figured out, as I was trying to lead Dara down the path, and oh, I know, let's all be shocked, she refused to go where I was leading her. Um, we, I am not a puppy. No. I don't have to go where you lead me. <laughs> nanny no, boo boo. She's a pussy, so she tells me to fuck off and does what I'm she wants. I'm not a pussy. <laughs> I'm a bitch. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I thought dogs were bitches. Have you met my cat? How about we just go with I'm an asshole and go with that? Okay. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. She said it, folks, not me. No, we are. We have, that's been established for a long ass time. Anyway, um, we so are talking subspace. about subspace today. And if you could, I, I was amazed as I was going back through all our lists of episodes that we've done, trying to come up with new ones. We had not actually done an entire episode. Episode? Wow. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Woods hot. Um, rah, rah. <laughs> yes. Do you English? <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> we have not dedicated an entire episode to the subject of just subspace. Subject subspace. That's funny. I don't think so. Anyway, does it, did we? Maybe I'm totally wrong, but we're going to do it again because I'm. That's what the notes are on. So that's what we're talking about. God damn it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you okay? I don't know. <laughs> I made the snorting begin. How's your nose, by the way, after being um, hit with the car? <laughs> we should have. Just in case you're one of those assholes who is listening backwards, guy. I don't think you should tell them. Let them be confused. That'll that's that's the that's, punishment yeah. for not listening in order. <laughs> punishment. Okay. Rara told me to punish you guys. We are sadists, people. Oh, that's pretty funny. Okay, yeah. So um my nose is much better, thank you. You're welcome. There's a little scar, but that's not unusual because it's me. <laughs> I have them everywhere, but right here on the tippy top of my nose, which, by the way, I think still has a bump from when Ada hit me with her noggin a year ago. Dogs are dangerous. Yes, they are, especially my dogs, because they're like completely, they're just nuts. They're not bad. They're just spastic. Well, Ada's spastic. Anyway, they should, they should fit in just fine in your house then. Well, no, we're perfect. We're great. Yeah. It's all It all works out. All right, subspace. Are we going to actually try to stay on topic? It's only been 10 minutes. Oh, hey, I got plenty more other stuff. I was going to say, dude, look, the, the last time, the la uh, what's our record? 23 minutes and 40 seconds. 
before we actually ever got into the topic. No, no, no. We said what the topic was, but getting into the topic was 23 minutes and 40 seconds. We need like two different things like A, how long does it take from us when we mention the topic to get into the topic? And then B, what's the longest we've gone before we've ever mentioned the topic? Violet, <laughs> I sense a new job for you, darling. As part, well, write stats. Do we need a... A, a stats pretary? Stats pretary? We have a sex pretary. We might need a stats pretary. I know. Do we have any volunteers for stats pretary? Oh, totally unrelated. But hey, why should we talk about this? I want to share a special story. You already know it, but you don't know that I'm going to talk about it. Remember I'm when scared. we got that note from FetLife that we were tagged? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I love. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I actually responded. Well, so did I. We ah. have to we have to tell everybody because we're really. Really oh my god excited. it was so special it was so special you guys it was wonderful we got tagged in a story about a very special party that some of our australian listeners threw they threw a pink kink podcast party and it's a beautiful thing it was so awesome they did wax play and somebody created our logo in wax on somebody's back. I think they had a cake too, right? If they had, they had everything was pink. There was pink ribbon, and they had stuffies for littles. They did uh, needle play in honor of my insanity. Yeah, that part I skipped. What they did is they wanted to bring in people who loved the podcast, and even some who didn't heard have never heard of us. And I don't understand how, but well, I guess that's. Possible. I think it was like it was their particular group of people and um they said they were talking about the podcast and then some people hadn't heard it and they were like well fuck we need to have a party right and they listened to, to different episodes. episodes during the party oh my god they I had was like stuffies they had an aftercare salami and then i think they made somebody give that aftercare salami a blowjob if i'm yeah looking at those pictures correctly it was pretty cool and they posted some amazing pictures so I would like to to give them a call out by their name so they know just how much this meant to us. So thank you to Bound Spiderette and Leo Baby, because like this was the ultimate. I was talking to people. I had actually just finished teaching my Munch 101 class and we were hanging out online, just a bunch of us afterward talking. And this came up and I was just like, OK, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt your discussion for a minute because I need to humble brag. <laughs> Of course you do. Okay, come on. Did you not scream when when this when I texted you? I said, you've got to check this out. I did. And I noticed that I had the um the uh tags and I looked and I was like, oh my God. And I like actually started crying a little bit. So did I. It was so sweet. So it's a cool thing. So thank you. If anybody ever does anything like that, please tag us. Let us know. We are so humbled and honored by by the love. We can't begin to tell you. Well, like in the Discord, we regularly post anything pink and go, look, I found Ra Ra's whatever this is. I I found a Jeep the other day that was oh, I need this Jeep pink. I need this Jeep. And what did it say? Pavement princess Something, on the windshield. Yeah. Oh, my God. This was so rah rah. I couldn't even stand it. It's a it's a beautiful thing when the world <laughs> is slowly but surely turning pink. <laughs> that is your mission. You know what it did? It gave me this kind of floaty, happy feeling. Oh, my God. I'm trying. 
Okay, so we're talking about subspace. Yes. I don't think we really need a transition, Rara, where we can just straight say, hey, this is subspace. And um, yeah, we have an entire episode based on subspace minus the 14 minutes and 30 seconds yeah. that we've taken talking about other things. I've created notes because Dari yells at me now if I don't have notes. Yes. And let me see. Let me see. Okay, it's there's, a good amount of notes. There's three pages of notes. What does that say? Anal play? Oh, no. After play. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might get subspace when you do anal play. That's another episode we need to do. Anal play? Yeah. I'm going to let you handle that one. Okay. Because you're, you've are you got experience in pegging. I, I, I don't, so. Okay. We'll add that to your list of things that you can be in charge of What in your copious spare time. I have so much spare time, I can totally do this. <sighs> anyway, all right. Bullet point number one, Rara, go for it. Thank you. Thank you. Subspace. So it is really difficult to give you an absolute definition of what subspace looks like. Because similar to people's orgasms. (laughs) Are you going to just snort and laugh throughout this entire Uh thing? Okay. Just checking. Yep. That's my job, right? I'm I'm the the comic relief. Okay. So what am I then? You're the one that actually knows all the stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I just want to make sure I knew what my place was. Thank you. <laughs> subspace differs from person to person, right? And even with, it can also differ from scene to scene. You could have one type of subspace with rope and a totally different type of subspace with impact and a totally different subspace with sex. Like it could be anything and everything because we're different. Our emotions are different. Our responses are different. You could have different subspace based upon who you're playing with. Your chemicals are different. Yeah. So I knew for the longest time, I was like, oh, I've never experienced subspace because it was never that floaty and unaware and nonverbal feeling that people describe because let's face it, I'm never not verbal. Nope. <laughs> not once. <laughs> well, that's not true. In the middle of sex, I lose all ability to talk if it's done right. Oh, good for Diesel. I mean, let's face it. I, I do know actually two words. Oh, oh and, and God. Oh, no. Oh, and fuck. Oh, and fuck. Okay. I don't say God. I usually say fuck, fuck, well, fuck, fuck. The, he jokes that the more often I say fuck that he knows, the better he's doing it. Uh, well, mine is. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought that was your safe word. So you have to stop from that. I don't think you're saying you're safe word during sex. Well, that's because I go nonverbal. That's the only thing I can say. Yeah, but you don't, I don't actually say words during sex either. I just oh, scream a lot. Look at that. You and I both get nonverbal. Okay. I, I know. Like some people want dirty talk. I'm like, I, I can't. Well, I mean, I do that. Bef- okay. Let's just say I go nonverbal right before and during orgasm, I guess. I mean, if I'm talking during the orgasm, that's pretty bad. Right? Well, yeah. During the orgasm, it's more like, ugh. Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a screamer. It's a good thing we have a house because doing that in an apartment was getting awkward. Oh, well, I, I, I've had too many, you know, I've had kids. So you learn not to. Oh, that's true. I spend a lot of time with my face buried in the pillow. I've got dogs. I don't effects. care. Yeah. But no, your, your kids don't want to have you hear, hear you having sex. So. No. Ew. Anyway. Um, so I have a fun story. Okay. About Rara subspace. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Is this the. No, it's good. Is this the appropriate place to put it? Because you were talking about how you do different subspaces. So I wanted to share at least two different instances where I have seen Rara's different subspaces. I'm afraid to ask. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's already been recorded. I've got a big cup of coffee. Go for it. Okay, so. Are we going to be talking about 
drippage? No. Oh, you are the one that just brought that up. So now that you've opened that door, there is no closing that door. Whatever. Or your legs. (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. When Rara does rope, that is when she gets the floaty, unaware, nonverbal kind of like, uh, like she's straight up high. I'm sorry. What was that again? Uh, Okay. You know, how do you spell that in case we want to like ah, caption this? A H H H H with big H's and small H's going up and down. Maybe you need to put them at a little bit of an angle. <laughs> ah, <laughs> like that, like they do in cartoons. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Oh, stop making fun of me. Anyway. Oh, oh, so you can make fun of me, but I can't make fun of you. Absolutely. I'm just checking what the rules were. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we have established these rules. Maybe we'll talk about them when we make our contract or something. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, contracts. Great idea for an episode. Oh, really? Why did I bring that up? I don't know. Stay tuned for our <laughs> next episode on BDSM contracts. Anyway, <laughs> we... um. So watching Rara with this, though, is like really interesting because when she's upside down in rope and her. Yeah, sorry. D- Did you just lick that? There was a drop of coffee down the side of the cup. I was not letting it go to waste. It's a thing of coffee. You don't waste a drop of coffee. Dear God, woman, you don't do that. I don't drip. <laughs> you don't swallow either. So it's uh, I swallow the coffee, though. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I think I just snorted way too hard there. Anyway. Man, okay. So she may, she complains about me going off topic and she's the one that's doing all this shit in the side when I'm trying to tell a story literally about Drinking a her. fucking cup of coffee. You want to tell the story? You're the one that brought up. I don't even know what the story is. So you're the one that it. brought up drippage. You know, go ahead. Continue. Okay. So that's one side of Rara. When she's in the traditional subspace, but that is the only time I have ever seen yeah, her only in with rope. traditional subspace. It's like, it's wild. Now we have, if you are a patron, you will know that we have a recording of the first time we went back to a dungeon, a play party after the pandemic. I remember that fondly. Right. That was a hell of a good scene. Oh, God, it was such a good party, though. Such a good scene. And I brought the recording equipment, and we recorded a, what was it? What did we call it? It was a bonus episode. Behind, behind the scenes or something? No, it was like or... in the dungeon, I think yeah. is what it was called, or something like that, or first play part. I don't know what we called it, but you have access to it if you're a patron. If you're not, become a patron. You can listen no, to it. No, actually, no, that's on. We released that episode, hon. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was just a bonus episode, just not a, a patron bonus episode? episode. Well, go back and listen to it. Anyway, so uh, free for all. But... Rara and when she's in her normal subspace is hard to describe. <laughs> you think I talk fast now? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I had full on actual words there. You just have no idea what I said. And that's what she sounded like when I was interviewing her. <laughs> it was batshit. That's why I tell people all the time, you know, I don't need aftercare. Just everybody step out of my way and let me bounce off walls and I'll be fine. It's like a tornado. <laughs> Little mini one. Yeah. It's like a tiny pink tornado. Well, that's mostly naked. naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of pink because I'm really very white. And when you get beat, you turn pink. Yeah. 
So okay, that, that works. So she's a tiny pink naked tornado <laughs> that just goes all around the room and sucks people up into it. And people are just going, what the fuck? And she's like, no, I promise I'm not high, but I'm actually a little bit high because I just got beaten and my ass was really, really sore and I don't really want to sit down, but it's okay because I'm actually really, really high. And that was an awesome scene. Yeah, because I'm really happy because it was a lot of fun. I mean, I'm like, God, it was great. And they hit me and I got bruises if I'm really lucky. And oh my God, it was the best. That's exactly what you sounded like. Very good. Congratulations. <laughs> you actually managed to do that really, really quickly. I'm actually and imitate doing it myself. Yeah. I think I did a pretty good imitation I, of I'm you impressed. Too. <laughs> now, if you could just do the producer names like that. I did. That's why I, I couldn't know. breathe. <laughs> I was trained to enunciate. Do you know how hard some of those names are? Enunciate. Yeah, I know. Some of them are pretty fun. Fruit liquor. (laughs) Oh, now you've called them out. Yes, I did because I mess up every single goddamn time on that name. She wants to call you foot liquor. I do. (laughs) Every fucking time (laughs) I see the name, I say foot liquor and then I go, oops, fruit liquor. Which is why I will always make sure that name is on her side of the column to say because it makes me laugh. And I take my joy where I can. You see that? I see, see that. that. You see that? Can see you that. see that from this far across the table? I actually can. My, okay. It's all, I can't read up close, but far away I can see. Yeah. It. Do, you, do you see the, the finger? She's giving me the finger. She's hurting my feeling. Oh, buck up, buttercup. All one of them. <laughs> oh, your feelings? All one of them? I have one feeling. And you're hurting it. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe I should beat it and then you'll be happy beat again. It. Yeah. Would you? Sorry. It's a really big cup of coffee. I might have had a lot of caffeine. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so... There's actually some science to all of this. Science. Science. Do it for science. Now, I'm going to just read this out loud because if I had to say this on my own, it wouldn't work. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Here we go. The sympathetic nervous system responds to BDSM because of the typical inclusion of pain and pleasure. A release of the natural chemicals epinephrine, endorphins, and echophalins contribute to drug-inducing emotions. Enkephalins. Enkephalins. See? I did not do well in science. I just do good with pronunciation you because I know root words. That's it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say I'm very, very proud of you for saying that so well. And um, I thought that I thought that word epinephrine, I, I thought that said endocrines. I was looking at it like really quickly. Don't that, ask me what an endocrine that one is. I know. Epinephrine. Okay. That's like on the TikTok. There's a TikTok lady who spells out words that we all use but mm-hmm. never actually write so like she we have to try to guess like she writes it out and yeah. then you have to say what the word is like epinephrine is one of those words like i know how to say it mm-hmm. but i never actually usually see it written so. every time i hear so, some sort of story like that i always want to bring up paradigm and geopadarze <laughs> paradigm that's my favorite yeah well that was me geopadarze I know. I was daddy j story if you want to hear that story, go back and listen to previous episodes. Which you should have already. Just saying. Yeah, Guy. Oh, Guy <laughs> messaged me the other day and he said, hey, look, I caught up. I listened to it <laughs> for two straight months and I caught up and I listened to it from episode one till the end. You can stop telling everybody <laughs> I listened to it backwards now. So she apologizes, Guy. No, you I don't. It. No, I don't. Because you started wrong and you fixed it. Good job, Guy. But you will always be that guy. That guy. <laughs> Anyway, the chemicals that come up during your subspace, it's the exact same chemicals that are part of the fight or flight response. And it kind of simulates a morphine, having some morphine, which is, I've oh, had yeah. actual morphine. That's good stuff, man. Co-opioids. I mean, what? Yeah. No, we are not pro-opioids. I can't speak. O- opioids. <laughs> them. We're not pro-opioids. <laughs> yes. 
Unless, of course, you have kidney stones, in which case we are totally pro that. Go morphine. <laughs> so as a submissive, the chemicals that come up will increase your pain tolerance. And that's where the floaty feeling is. Now, I do have a floaty feeling, but it's not like a, it's not like a meditative floaty feeling. You know, they always talk about it's like drugs, right? You feel you get like drunk or high. Well, I guess I'm taking speed <laughs> while other people are taking what? Marijuana, which yeah. kind of chills you out. Yeah. Except for me. I'm like, I'm on like speed. No, Rara's on crack. Okay. I, I wouldn't know the difference. I don't actually either. I just thought that sounded better. Well, I like I like speed. Better. Okay, fine. Go speed. Crack just makes me think of ass crack. Yes. Well, speed reminds me of and Keanu I have Reeves. No ass, so I just feel like <laughs> but you do have an so ass I just crack. Figure like maybe. Hey, Rara. Yeah. I think your butt's broken. It's got a crack in it. Huh. But I'm bump. It's <laughs> a daddy day joke. No dad jokes. Sorry. Anyway, you want to say something? I, I was going to read that last part about being drunk and high, but, you know, it's fine. Sorry, would you like to read it now? No. <laughs> but, yeah, no. So, a lot of times when you're in subspace, it's like your pain is gone. Even Rara's bloody, beaten ass, most of the time she doesn't feel it until, like, she's done being a complete speed fiend. <laughs> and Like, how would you know? When was the last time you actually watched my ass bleed? I have seen the aftermath of your ass bleeding. I've come down the stairs right after your la- your birthday party. I was hiding upstairs. I came down and everybody was like, don't come down yet. Don't come down yet. She's not covered up. They're still cleaning up. I was like, okay. So I sat on the stairs and waited. And then you were bouncing from person to person. I was like, she don't feel nothing right now, does she? Nope. So I've seen you. I, can I just say that I totally love how everybody takes care of you? It's really sweet. Like actually. Everybody knows. Don't let Dara see it. Warn Dara. Make sure Dara's okay. It's what what was it the last oh, I had um when I busted my nose and I was bleeding and I was telling people about it and they were like, Oh my god, were you okay? Did you faint because of the blood? I was like, It's my blood. I'm okay with it. I've seen it before. It's other people's blood. She other has people's a blood. I don't like it. But it's just it's actually really cute how many people like coworkers were bleeding and like you know, I just didn't look. Now, if there was a spider on the floor, I run the other way and I scream for somebody to come and get it. That's so true. That is much more terrifying than blood. Now, we call it, we, I say we, we call it in the lifestyle subspace. But the reality is you don't actually have to be submissive to enjoy subspace, to feel it. It's just for whatever reason, like even if there's no submitting in the scene, you are going to get the endorphins going and this happy feeling just from the science of it all. I actually, at one of the munches, I met this lovely gentleman who does not identify submissive at all. In fact, he identifies completely as a dominant. But he was telling me about a scene that he did with another dominant, a female. And it was a very primal scene where they were each attempting to pin the other. Ooh! Now, the female dominant had martial arts training. So she won. Of course. <laughs> right. And she was actually able to get him into a headlock and he had to tap out. But he was telling me this amazing story about how like getting immobilized like that actually sent him into what the rest of us would describe as subspace. But he didn't recognize it because he never thought about that being something that could happen to him. Mm-hmm. 
And he, he talked about how he actually, he couldn't walk, couldn't really form thoughts. So he crawled away from the scene into the bathroom where he fell on the floor and he just kind of hung out on the bathroom floor. He felt the cold tile in the bathroom floor kind of felt really good on him. Wow. And he was super floaty. He wasn't aware of anything. Like apparently she came to check on him and put a blanket on him to make sure he was okay. And it took a little while before he came sort of back to himself and could really talk. And he was just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. You remember when you had to do that for the newbie that you beat at, yes. at your party oh, and yeah. he laid down on the floor and you had him with a blanket and you were just rubbing his head? Yeah. I was going to, I was trying to walk him to a nice, soft, carpeted area. No. Where he, we didn't make it three steps before he was down on the ground. Yep. And guess what? If that's where he was, that's where we were doing aftercare. Eventually he got up and went over to the carpet. Yeah. But he was definitely not aware. He absolutely. And I will tell you, there was zero submission happening. Mm -hmm. We've just never given it the term bottom space. Well, it sounds weird. Bottom space. It sounds weird, right? Subspace. It's got that alliteration to it. It's nice sounding. It flows off the tongue really well. And it is most associated with submissive. So it does kind of make sense. Now, again, going to repeat this over and over. You don't have to be submissive. I get subspaced when I do certain things, when I'm not submissive to certain people. The only one I submit to is Daddy J. The very first time I was ever in subspace, I had no idea what it was, and it lasted three days. Now, the thing that triggered my subspace, I know you guys have heard me talk about my very first like actual official dominant. Never actually met him. It was online, and it was online only. And we did a scene the very first time we were on the phone. Oh, the voice. The voice, the voice gets you. Oh, do I have something for you to listen to? Okay. For you and the voice, yeah. But his voice, the between the most interesting accent I have ever heard in my life, it was a combination Korean and British. Oh, it was something else. And the the deepness of it and just the way he talked something about this voice. Did you, did you win, huh? me wild. And on top of the scene, which was amazing and, you know, the orgasming and all that stuff with him <laughs> encouraging me while I was, I mean, it was like, it was intense. It was probably my first really, really intense scene ever with me not um, being the top for it. And he just... I don't know what it was, but I, I stopped and I was high. I was high as shit. And he was aware of that. And he checked in with me online for a little bit. But because of the huge distance, because of the time difference, he couldn't check in on me as much as he would have wanted to. Yeah, that gets complicated. It's really difficult. So um, I ended up going to work the next day and my coworker comes up to me and he's like, are you high? Like he thought I smoked pot before I went to work. That's how I looked. <laughs> I was glazed like a donut and just sort of walking slowly. And I think at one point I was touching the wall to make sure I was still there. <laughs> I remember. And that's when he found me because I was trailing my fingers along the wall going, this is a really nice sensation. Like I was acting like I was completely high on pot. And he's like, are you high? And I'm like, yes. I'm out. But not for the reason you think. 
And then, so after three days of that, it calmed down the second day, but then I lost it so hard that I spent three hours in drop and I had never dropped before. I had no idea what it was. I was shaking. I was crying. It was insane. I was reaching out to a couple of friends of mine um, and they were like, oh yeah, you're in subspace. I was like, the fuck is that? So they explained. And then once I realized what it was, I think I calmed down a little bit, but I was like, it was, it felt like a panic attack. I went from being the highest ever to a panic attack. It is. I have spoken to many people who didn't realize they were in subspace because it had just been a scene mm-hmm. and they didn't submit, at least in their mind. So they didn't recognize what was happening. And yeah, it's like, just feel. think about like all these emotions overcoming you. You don't know what's going on. And then you don't know why you're feeling all that. It's confusing as shit. I will never forget that feeling. Like, I think I was slurring a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm feel free to send us messages about the time that you were in subspace that you were kind of going, wait, what? But it's really, it's a weird sensation. Yeah. So some of the things that you might notice that will help you understand that what you experienced with subspace is intense feelings. And those intense feelings could be sad or happy, right? So for me, my intense feeling is happiness, sheer happiness. That's why I'm bouncing off walls. I'm so fucking happy. I'm bouncing off walls. For some people, they may find themselves crying because that's the intense feeling that they have. Uh, some people describe it as like an out-of-body experience. That would be the closest that I could tell you that I felt. Kind of not in your own body, just like floating above it. I think that's the closest. Um, some people have dis- experienced dizziness. Or incoherent. They can't really answer questions. They may be speaking, but what they're saying is either gibberish or it doesn't match what the question was. You know, so how are you feeling? Coffee. Like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) That means I feel like I want coffee. Clearly. I'm sorry. You know, some people will describe it as feeling of floating or flying. I would say mine feels like flying Mm -hmm. because I I do. I describe it as feeling higher than a kite. Yeah, I've seen it. You are. Yeah. I mean, I've never done drugs, but I can only imagine that must be what it's like. I I think I would have really benefited from this before I had my first subspace. If I had recognized it, I probably would have been able to take more precautions so that I didn't crash as fucking hard as I did. I don't know that you really can. I mean, I know there's, look, there's a lot of- Knowing about it helps though. Yeah, that's part of it. Uh, uh, You know, a lot of people are convinced that aftercare will help you, perhaps not- experience subdrop. To me, the only thing that the aftercare will help with is it will help you start to come down so that perhaps you will hopefully come down at a slower pace and therefore avoid the drop. Yeah. What I would have liked was not being high for three days. I think if I had had a little bit more, but again, it's not his fault. He literally could not get to me. I think your, your point about being three days is really important. Just talk about that for a minute. Because a reason a lot of people don't necessarily understand the subdrop is because they don't recognize that their subspace lasted several days. So when they're dropping three, two, three, four days after the scene, they don't necessarily put it together. I didn't. But your subspace can last for several days. 
it's for me one of the a, another reason that I don't necessarily want aftercare is because I don't want to come down and I want that subspace to last for as long as it can. And for a really good scene, it does because every time I go to sit down and I hurt, <laughs> I'm reminded. My favorite thing is we t- a lot of us who who bottom for impact talk about this that moment where you've just totally forgotten that you're in pain so you go to sit down on the toilet and you forget and you plop down onto the hard cold surface of the toilet seat first of all why are you plopping because sometimes it's like i gotta go i gotta go i gotta go ah <sighs> and you're sitting down you've never had that no i sit like a lady well aren't you special sometimes when i'm running home and I got to hurry up and get in the toilet. There's no lady like it's like hurry up and get down or I'm going to pee in my pants. <laughs> well, that's an age. thing. The other thing is your toilets are really short. Well, I wouldn't know. They seem to work for me. <laughs> Maybe they're not short. Maybe they're just Rara size toilets. That's also true. But I'm pretty sure when was this house made in the 90s? No, 70s. OK, well, they were apparently a lot shorter in the 70s. We I don't were. know. I'm from the 60s. So, yes. But I do know. That 90s toilets were like super short for some reason. All houses built in the 90s have these weird, like really fucking short toilets. See, look, more education you didn't know you needed. I I know the weirdest shit. You really do. All right. So what could we what could I have done better in my in my scene? I think the point of recognizing your subspace is really important because if you recognize it, then you're more likely to recognize drop because, and this is just talk about personal opinions. I think the higher your subspace, the greater your drop. I agree 100%. Right? Some of, I mean, granted, I haven't dropped from a scene in forever. I, the odd duck that I am, are more likely to drop from hosting an event mm-hmm. than I am from a scene. And I don't know why other than the fact that I'm weird. But one of the things that you want to do is if you can recognize what subspace is for you, then you can prepare. Okay, so this I've been in subspace, so now I know that I'm probably going to need a little bit more aftercare or, you know, just let my partner know that I'm in this heavy subspace. Whether you tell them or it's your regular partner and they recognize it, it's important. And this comes down to during negotiations. When you're talking, if you're playing with somebody new, you tell them, here are the signs of when I'm in subspace. So they know what to look for. And that's really, really, really important to communicate. And it's really, really, really important for you to find out, to learn about yourself. Yeah, I don't think there's enough talk about self-knowledge within this lifestyle, right? One of the things that that I see a lot are, and I hear this specifically from newer, younger submissives, my dom will take care of me, right? And it's one of the main reasons that I'm really big about prick, personal responsibility. The better you know yourself and you know how you react, what your signals are, what the signs are, so that you can communicate that with your partner, the better your entire experience will be. It's why we talk about after a scene, whether you do it during aftercare, you do it a couple days later, sit down and talk with your partner and find out 
How did I respond to this? What did you see? What did you notice? So you can learn about yourself. Now, one of the things that we talked about is the fact that when you're in subspace, sometimes you go nonverbal, right? Yep. That's why safe words are so important because during subspace, it's a lot harder to protect yourself if you're not necessarily aware. You know, if you've got that floaty, I'm drugged kind of subspace, it's not going to be as easy for you to communicate. So that's another reason the more you can let your partner know what to look for so that maybe they will call scenes because they notice, okay, they're now in that high subspace. I don't want to keep going because as much as they probably could take my still going, it's really not where they want to be and they'll really regret it the next day. And I don't want my partner to have regrets. Well, the other thing you need to communicate is if you're like rah-rah and you want to stay high, you need to communicate that. Maybe there's a way for the person to like check in with you and and still take care, but not bring you down. Yeah, don't bring me down. I want to stay high. And me, I like the idea of staying high, but I don't think I ever want to stay high for three days again. That was that was way, way too much. Subspace is also a reason we talk about not negotiating mid-scene because it is easy enough once those endorphins and all the other chemicals kick in and you're not really feeling as much pain to say, sure, I can take more. Sure, go harder, go longer, go faster, whatever. Not the time to be making those decisions because you're not really in your right mind. That's why I always say you can negotiate down mid-scene, but you can never negotiate up. Correct. Right? There's always caveats. There's nuances and that gets difficult. So when you're talking about, well, wait a minute, maybe I said maybe to something. And then as time is going on during the scene, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do it. That's stuff you save for new part, for, for not new partners, for your regular partner. But when we talk, we talk a lot about people who may not be as experienced. And so I know as a top, when I'm working with somebody for the first time and they're like, well, I'm thinking maybe I can take that. I don't know. I'll let you know. My answer to them most of the time is no. I'm going to tell you as your top, not the first time we play together. Unless, again, see, this is why the nuances and this is why it's so terrible to give you like black and white answers. Played with our friend Bobby, right? It was our first time him bottoming my topping. I was able to do more with him than I typically do in a first scene because I know his experience. I've watched him scene. So I had information about him from just my not from personal knowledge that hadn't come from doing scenes together. So I could do more than, let's say, somebody else who I'd never, when I'm demo topping, somebody who I'd never watched before and I didn't really know enough about them. Well, it's like when I do a lecture for demos, I never, ever, ever bring my, bring my TENS unit. I just stick with the wand. When I have people at my house and I'm doing a scene with them, I will not necessarily use my TENS unit on the first one, but then maybe if they book a second time with me, then yes. Except for a few people that I know have their own electro stuff at home and they do it, have experience with TENS units in the way that I'm using them and have communicated they specifically want the TENS unit. I don't have time to do both. In a, in a like a one hour scene or whatever, I don't have time to do both. That would take a really long time. But I 
I don't like using the tens unit for people who I know are not there yet, you know? So like you said, there's nuance, except for these people, you yeah. know? The only thing that's black and white in this lifestyle is consent. You yeah. either got it or you don't. Exactly. And the story. Everything else is, dare I say it, 50 shades of gray. <sighs> I can only say that because I am so far out of reach of her feet to kick me. Yeah. And there's a bar in the way. I can't get around it. It's to my get safety to you. bar. It's Damn. like, you know, like the, the car drivers who race and they've got the bars around them to keep them safe. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. This is my safety bar. <laughs> <sighs> anyway subspaces we keep talking about is this natural high you're going to have these happy blissful feelings a lot of times it will also create these intense connections with your partner and this is something to be aware of because let's say the partner that you're working with is not your primary partner or not somebody that you're actually involved with let's say we're talking a platonic scene right which exists it platonic kink is a thing, people. I know because it's what I do every fucking weekend. <laughs> um, you need to just be aware of that because you might feel you might fall a little bit in love. Like, Dar, have you had that happen with your demo tops? I know I've had that when I demo top with Impact. Yeah. I've had some people like afterwards give me this hug and they're holding on to me and like, oh my god, thank you, that was the yeah. best. Blah blah blah. It's like okay, let's let's remember though. But the good news is they always say, can I hug you? Usually I don't go that. They usually just, because remember, I've had my hands on their naked body. So I at mean, that point, too. So at that point, they feel like hugging is just the next step. I've never, I mean, they've always said, do you hug or can I hug you or something like that? And I'm like, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I've had people get off my table and they're just like, oh, I love you. That's amazing. I love you. Can <laughs> and I'm like, of course, sweetie, you're high as shit, but okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's important for tops to remember, right? So if you've got somebody like that and they're telling you, oh my God, I love you, this, this, and that, it's just the drugs talking. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, the drug is the kink, but that's what's talking. So be very careful with somebody in that state. Um, it's also, the, remember, the, they're then going to go from that to being exhausted, maybe not necessarily coherent, maybe not necessarily coordinated, as we talk about the guy who took two steps and fell to the floor. Two of them. Two whole, two whole steps and fell to the floor. Mm -hmm. That poor guy. Not guy. He's not guy. Not the guy. But different guy. Different guy. <laughs> so confusing. <laughs> poor guy. We're blaming him for everything, aren't we? <laughs> well, there's always a guy. There's always that guy. Right? So subspace, like being high or drunk, is going to probably affect your judgment. So this is where tops, you've got to put your foot down. I don't care that your bottom is going, oh, go harder, go faster, do more. Harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that song. It's a good song. It is a good song. Um, the same way that you wouldn't let your drunk friend drive. Please no. Right? Don't let your subspacey bottom convince you to do stuff that you know they're not ready for or you know drive not yet not at that moment they shouldn't finish the scene get off the get off the table and go get in the car well no because they're naked so you can't they're drive gonna naked? get arrested for a lot of different shit can't drive while you're naked driving while impaired driving while naked shit i'm in trouble now no i don't <sighs> no i actually don't drive naked 
There's some places you can't even drive without shoes. It's the law. You have or flip flops. You can't drive with flip flops? There's a law, and I don't remember what state it is, but you cannot drive wearing flip flops. Damn. Mm-hmm. That is sad. I hope that's at least, I hope that's not like a warm state. I don't know if it was Ohio or if it was Virginia, but one of them. I'm going to have to look that up because it's something about the the flop. Yeah, well, again, if you've driven with flip-flops, you, you, I understand. Get stuck underneath the wheel? Yeah. Or not the wheel. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, if, Jesus takes the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in that case, probably. But no, it gets stuck underneath the pedal. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. I mean, not the way I drive because... Lead foot over here. Well, no, it's not just that. I drive with my toes. Well, okay. I push the I push the gas and brake pedal down with toes versus the whole foot because your whole entire leg can't fit down there. I know because I can't reach the pedals. God, we're gonna have to put <laughs> I did. I did never realize that that was like a weird thing because that's just always how I've had to drive. We're gonna have to put like lifts on your pedals. I actually looked into that. Really? I looked into on Amazon. They do make extenders. Okay, but I felt really silly. Why? And it was like, I look, I'm old. So I've been driving. Oh, my fucking God. I've been driving for 40, 42 years now. God. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay. I've been driving longer than you've been alive. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So this is how I, I know how to drive. I just, if I wanted my foot flat, I'd have to pull the car, the wheel way up front. But then my boobs would hit the steering wheel. And it's honestly not safe with airbags. I mean, it was one thing before the days of airbags, but you don't want to sit too close to the steering wheel with airbags. But your boobs are the airbags. <laughs> That's part of it. I couldn't even say do, that. Do you think if the bo- if an airbag went off, my boob would, would... No, your boob would... That would hurt. Break the airbag? I don't know. That would fucking hurt. So anyway, so I sit surprisingly not close to the steering wheel so considering how short I am. Have your arms out the but entire time? No, like- I, my, I have... Now you make me hit things. Yeah, stop but, hitting things. Sorry. At least it ain't me, so I'm okay I can't help that. it. I, I'm an impact top. I hit things. But I'm Oh, bump. nicely done. <laughs> thank I see you, what you, you did right there. Much. Okay. <laughs> anyway, should we get back to s- s- subspace? Because we've really been all over the place yes, today. Yes, we have. Right? Maybe we're experiencing subs. No, what we're experiencing is podcast space. Pod space? Pod space. Ooh, I like pod space. Pod space. It sounds like we just got kidnapped by aliens. But we get like Did super... Was there an anal probe? <laughs> Sure, rah, rah. Well, if we got kidnapped by aliens, is not what I mean by by a pod. Is not what happens. You That's get anal your probe. fantasy. No, my fantasy is the dicks with the knots at the end. Okay, then the anal probe is probably my fantasy. That, more likely your fantasy. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, that's more I of a want, me thing. I want the dicks at the end. I want the knots at the end that when they goes in, the knots expand so the dick can't come out. Yeah, and I don't even want dicks. That is sad. Dicks are good. I mean, I want Daddy J's dick. I just don't want alien dick. How do you know until you've tried it? Maybe you'd the, like alien dick. Are they similar to Daddy J dick? I don't know. Well, then I don't want it. I mean, I've seen Daddy D- J's dick, but I haven't seen alien you dick. You sucked Daddy J's dick. Well, that's how come I've seen it. It was in my <laughs> mouth at the time. Subspace, Rara. <laughs> yeah, versus pod space. Okay. In general, right? <laughs> okay. People know way too much about us. That's okay. I'm okay with this. <laughs> sure, because they don't know your face, so it's easy enough for them to know <laughs> all this shit. They don't know it's you. They know this face, and they know the shit that I do. It's all good. <laughs> Not a problem. 
If you see me in public, just don't talk about dicks with knots, okay? Fine. In general, all parties really need to be aware of each individual partner's specific subspace behaviors and then make adjustments accordingly to the scene to ensure that you've got full consent, full communication, and total safety, right? Well, as much safety as you can. You can never have really full, total, yeah, total safety. There's, there's no complete safety yeah. ever. All right. Don't negotiate or renegotiate any aspect of the fucking scene when the submissive is in headspace. That's that's a big no-no. Right? You don't want to do that. Make sure you recognize the signs because they may very well not be able to speak. So you need to know, like me, my toes curl. There's different things that will tell you that they're in subspace. Anyway, that's it for me for subspace. you have any other final thoughts? Um, Did we... <laughs> nope. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Do you have any like instances where you failed to recognize somebody was in subspace ever um i haven't i haven't really a lot of times i'm playing with newbies so i go softer so i don't really think that i drive them into subspace so much the couple times that i've done it like the last fantasy house party i went to i had two women in particular it was very obvious that they were in subspace i mm -hmm. mean like they were like uh, uh, you know that and their eyes were at half mast. And one woman was just like, just stay like this. Yeah. I've, I've actually had, speaking of that, uh, last time I was at Crucible, they were telling me, can I just sit here for a minute? Can I just lay here? Like, do I have to get up right away? Because normally I'm on a pretty strict time schedule mm -hmm. with this. And I said, no, honey, we actually stopped about five minutes before the end of your time because you're high as shit. <laughs> And I wanted to give you time to just come down from that. And this, they laid on the table for like three minutes. Afterwards? While was, yeah, while I was like cleaning everything up. And then, you know, all I had to do was clean the table. But I just kept checking and petting them. And I was like, okay, sweetie, you okay now? <laughs> Please, somebody else go get this person water. Yeah. Here's one final thing. If you are worried you're not having subspace, right? And you're getting upset. How come I never reach that? How come I never reach that? Maybe you just aren't recognizing your signs of subspace, right? If you're expecting it to always be the spacey, floaty, nonverbal feeling, maybe that's just not how your subspace looks. Maybe you're like Rara in a little fucking pink tornado. Yes. And that's why you need to kind of think about what your signs are. And don't make subspace your goal. Please don't make subspace your goal. It's sort of the cherry on top. Yeah, it's your and plus you're never going to be able to like guarantee that you can actually get there. No, right. It could be the next day. It could be, you know, the same exact scene doing the same exact thing, but you're just not getting there because something is different. It's just not always going to happen. Yeah. What works today doesn't necessarily work tomorrow. So don't make that your goal. If it happens, yay. If it doesn't happen, you can still have a really phenomenal scene. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. 
If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast and check out our pink kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. 